Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Revelation chapter 2, just a brief Bible lesson and then uh, we'll, we'll close for the, for the night. Revelation chapter 2, we are talking about overcoming. Amen. Amen. How many brothers are here tonight? Raise your hand. Riders, how many sisters? I think the brothers are more. Okay, then I'll give a brother's um, portion tonight. My message will apply more to brothers in the end. All right? So if you are a brother, be blessed. But I have a few things against you, Revelation chapter 2, because you have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who kept teaching Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit acts of immorality. So you also have some who in the same way hold the teaching of Nicolaitans, Therefore repent, or else I am coming to you quickly, and I will make war against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. All right? To him who overcomes, to him I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone, which no one knows but he who receives it. All right, can you tune the sound a bit so that it sounds a little better? Right. Now, in Revelations, it talks about some of the problems that the church was having. One was that they had somebody there who was helping or teaching the people to commit fornication. Is that not so? Is that not so? Yes. So, and then also, they have um, someone who was putting a stumbling block, all right, to eat things sacrificed to idols. Where is that? 14. To eat things sacrificed to idols. Yes. All right. So, they were being forced to eat things that sacrificed to idols. And uh, some people were influencing them to commit fornication. All right? Is that not so? Uh, and then it goes on and it says, And so thou hast also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which I hate. All right? Is that not so? It says, The things which I hate. Okay? Now, repent or else. I will come unto thee quickly, and I'll fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear, 
let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. All right? So you must recognize two very important things here. Pressure to commit fornication. Right? It's one of the things you must try to overcome. And if you overcome it, because these people were under pressure to commit fornication. And then number two, they were under pressure to eat things sacrificed to idols, which was... um, in other words, something that has to do with idols. Because doing worship, eating things that are sacrificed to idols was like part of the process of worshipping these idols or getting involved somehow with the idols. Yeah. I mean, since I got to know about some of these things, there are some festivals that are held in Ghana, you know, when they bring the food and so on. I don't eat because it is sacrificed to idols. Things that are sprinkled for gods and other ancestors and dead people to eat yeah. in their houses and so on. I don't, you know, I don't want something that has been sacrificed to idols. And, but I used to eat it, you know. I used to really eat it. You get it? It was very nice <laughs> every year. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. I used to eat it, you know. So... These are two pressures that um, come on, on Christians and you must try to overcome them, okay? What do you think? And then also, things which God hates. You must try to overcome things that God doesn't like at all. Because there are some things that God hates, you know? And um, so tonight, we are basically sharing about these things you know overcoming these different pressures which i believe exist in our lives amen Amen. what do you think is it fantastic all right now in first kings chapter 11 now king solomon loved many foreign women Along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women. He loved all these women. From the nations concerning which the Lord had said to the sons of Israel, You shall not associate with them, and they shall not, nor shall they associate with you, for they will turn your heart away after their gods. So Solomon held fast to these in love. He really loved them. Wow. Solomon really loved these girls. Hey, Solo. Now, he had 700 wives and princesses and 300 concubines. And his wives turned his heart away. Wow. For when Solomon was old, his wife turned his heart away after other gods, and his heart was not wholly devoted to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David, his father, 
had been. Can I have my message Bible? Whoever can get it for me, please. My Bible, message Bible. All right. Now, for Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the detestable idol of the Ammonites. Another version says what? What does this talk about? How does it describe the idol? Abominable. The message Bible says the horrific. You know? This one says the detestable idol of the Ammonites. So, Ashtoreth and Milcom were gods that Solomon served. And Chemosh. Chemosh, Milcom, and Ashtoreth. Solomon went to follow these ones. Now Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and did not follow the Lord fully as David his father had done. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the detestable idol of Moab, on the mountain which is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the detestable idol of the sons of Ammon. So Molech, Chemosh, Ashtoreth, Milcom, were some of the few idols that Solomon went to build. Thus he did also for all his foreign wives. All his foreign wives, he made idols for all of them. Hey! Are you getting it? Solomon. Today I'm showing you what God hates. Now, the Lord was very angry, or the Lord was angry with Solomon. Because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Now, anybody who has had a vision before, you must be very careful. Or any sort of dream where God directs you, you must be very, very careful. Because God has exposed himself to you and has given you some kind of exposure which you are, you are expected never to forget. And which you are expected to value and be afraid of. Because he says that, I mean, for the Lord which appeared to him twice, the appeared to him twice is two dreams. Two dreams that he had. Because of those two dreams that he had had, and this is what he was doing, God was very angry with him. So, I want to say to those of you who have dreams, those of you who have had God appearing to you, saying certain things to you and so on, you better be very, very careful. Because I tell you, when God is now recounting the reasons why he is annoyed with you, one of the high points will be the visions and the dreams that he has given you for the Lord which appeared to him twice. If he hadn't even appeared to you, it would have been, it would have been different. But the fact that the Lord appeared to you twice in a dream and had commanded him concerning the thing, that he should not go after other gods, but he did not observe what the Lord commanded. So the Lord said to Solomon, because you have done this, 
and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded you I will surely tear the kingdom from you and I'll give it to your servants nevertheless I will not do it in your days for the sake of your father David but I will tear it out of the hand of your son however I will not tear away all the kingdom but I'll give one tribe to your son for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem which I have chosen amen Amen. <laughs> are you are you there? Yes. Are you listening? Yes. Wow. Wow. How many are already a bit worried? I want to read this passage from the um, Message Bible. Just the verse. Um, Verse 11. You see, I want you to notice, amen, amen, that God has a way of thinking. When you are, very, you are relating with somebody who is important, you have to know how the person thinks. Do you see? One day, somebody had, a, somebody had an important job, a good job. And then when she went to work, thank you. When she went to work, the, she was late. And the boss asked her, why are you coming late? And she said, oh, I overslept. You know, when she said that, the man that she was working for was angered and amazed. He said, I'm surprised that you say you have ever worked in an international environment. That you can stand here and say that you overslept. And because you overslept, you are now coming to work. There are some places you can say that you overslept. <laughs> and there are some places when you say something like that, it means you don't like yourself. Maybe your car had an accident on the way or something happened. But you say you, you've overslept. Here. You are not serious. This person was occupying a very, very, very important job. A job that you think you can never lose. But because of that, before the person could say Jack Robinson, she was replaced by another. Oh, yeah. There are, some, there are some things, you see, it depends on, maybe, maybe at ministry of, 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 I don't know which ministry, which ministry in Ghana, ministry of social welfare, or ministry of, ministry of health, or ministry of, I don't know which ministry, or PWD, public works department, maybe that is where you can say that you overslept, and come in holding your newspapers. You are late. You brought graphic on the way. Hey! And you are bringing newspaper to work. You are late and you are holding graphic and times. That you are coming to read in the office. Then you don't understand where you are working. 
Yes. And to her surprise, she was removed. A removed. I said, a removed. <laughs> you see, everywhere there are some things that are not. There are some places you can't go and say, What do you mean? We are not by the riverside. <laughs> you can clear the uttermost part of your, the back of your throat and then spit it and then you are speaking to somebody. You don't understand who you are. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. You must understand where you are. And I'm saying this to say that when you come to God, there are some things that God doesn't like at all. And you'll be surprised there are some things he would even tolerate, but there are some things he wouldn't stand for it at all. At all. You'll be surprised. So sometimes what you think God will not like, he, it's not that he doesn't like it, but he doesn't mind it so much. I will explain something to you. You listen. My message is so short. By the time I finish, you, you, you will see that it's over. <laughs> Listen, oh, are you listening? And God was furious with Solomon for abandoning the God of Israel, the God who had twice appeared to him and had so clearly commanded not to fool around with other gods. And Solomon faithlessly disobeyed God's orders. And God said to Solomon, since this is the way it is with you, that you have no intention of keeping faith with me and doing what I have commanded, I'm going to rip the kingdom from you and hand it to someone else. But out of respect for your father, I won't do it in your lifetime. It is your son who will pay. You see, there are some problems you are experiencing. It's from your father. There are a lot of revelations in here. I will rip it right out of his grasp. And even then, I won't take it all. I'll leave him one tribe in honor of my servant David and out of respect for my chosen. Amen. Are you there? What was the verse I said I was going to read to you? Verse 11. This Bible, you can't see the verses well. Um... Yeah. And, and okay, I'll read from her one. King Solomon was obsessed with women. <laughs> he was obsessed with women. Pharaoh's daughter was only the first of many foreign women, the many foreign women he, whom he loved Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite. He took them from the surrounding pagan nations of which God had clearly warned, you must not marry them. They will seduce you into infatuations with their gods. Solomon fell in love with them anyway. 
refusing to give them up. He had 700 royal wives and 300 concubines, a thousand women in all. And they did seduce him away from God. As Solomon grew older, his wives beguiled him with their alien gods and he became unfaithful. He didn't stay true to his God as his father Solomon had done. Solomon took up with Ashtoreth, the whore goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the horrible god of the Ammonites. Solomon openly defied God. He did not follow his father David's footsteps and went on to build a sacred shrine shrine to Chemosh, the horrible god of Moab, and to Molech, the horrible god of the Ammonites, on a hill just east of Jerusalem. He built similar shrines for all his foreign wives, who then polluted the countryside with the smoke and the stench of their sacrifices. And God was furious with Solomon for abandoning the God of Israel, who had twice appeared to him. Hallelujah. Are you there? Amen. Amen. Now, I'm not finding what I'm looking for, so I can find it. Where is it? Where am I? Verse 10. God said to Solomon, since this is the way with you, that you have no intention of keeping faith with me, I'm going to rip the kingdom away. Alright? And so on. But I think I'll just leave it there. But let me just say this. Um, God was very, very angry with Solomon. Okay? Now let me just say this. Brothers, listen. Are, are you here? I told you this message, it has to do a lot with brothers. Some of the sisters are going to be a bit irritated about what I'm going to say. But I don't really care because none of them pay me. Now, both Solomon and David's lives and ministry were destroyed by women. Both of them. David's life and ministry was spoiled by a woman. And Solomon's ministry and life was spoiled by a woman. Yeah. In different ways. So that means that a woman has different ways that she can destroy you. Two different ways that you can be destroyed by a woman. The first one is the commonly known one. Their passion and their sexual appeal. And the brothers, we feel it. Brothers, how many feel it sometimes? You feel the blood moving through your body. Say that, oh God. But Solomon's life and ministry was destroyed also by a woman or by women. But when God referred to Solomon and to David, he referred to David, who you and I would have put in a worse category, as my servant who followed me fully. But Solomon, he was very angry with him. And even when he was punishing him, 
He wanted to remove the king. He said, because of David. Because of David. I'll wait. And then when he was going to take everything from Solomon's son, he said, because of David, I'll leave one. The one who you thought was worse. In God's eyes, we can see from this verse that God preferred David to Solomon. So watch out. Huh? You see, the other way, you know, David was an adulterer, adulterer, fornication, murderer, this, 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 all those things. Bible says God knows our frame. That we are bad. He knows we are bad. How many know yourself that you are bad? <laughs> But there is a second type where the woman is now turning your heart to another direction. To another direction. To another direction. And every man of God, a man who is trying to serve God, must watch out that your mind and your heart should not be turned in any direction apart from the direction that God has for you. If God has called you, you have to know that you have to independently follow God and not follow a person. No matter how you love the person. You see, the Bible says Solomon loved them. It wasn't that he was just sleeping with them. He loved them. He loved them. And when somebody can sense that you love her, then her powers come. And the powers of direction. If you love me, if you love me, do this. If you love me, go this way. If you if you are if you are a Christian husband, husband, love your wife. If you love me, don't like this person also that I don't like. This person I, that I've marked, you to mark the person. If you love me, this pastor whom I don't like, you to don't like him. If you love me, do this. Do this. Do this. And how do they how do they through their faces and their moods and their attitudes. So, because they know that you love. So when you love, they say, you know, you, I know you'll be looking at my face. So when you see that my face has changed, then you yourself should know what the message of my face is. You yourself should know that this mood that I have released, this is the meaning of the mood. This face that I have brought for you yourself to know that it is a directional face. It's a message. It is a commandment. God has said this. Now Solomon's Ashtoreth and Milcom and other princesses. When they see Solomon, hmm. And Solomon will ask, oh, why? What is wrong? 
I've left my God. Which God? My, I don't want to talk about. Solomon said, what is wrong? What again? What else do you want in this world? I've given you a Pharaoh's daughter. He built, look where he built his house. He built a house for her too. He will ask her, so what else do you want? You are a princess. You are this, you are this, you are this, you are this. Hmm. If you love me, I know you love me, and they know when you love them. And the face will be commanding. I said, I don't want I don't want to go to full-time ministry. You are going to full-time ministry. The face has come. So as you are going to foot you are now uncertain because of the face in the house. But the face is also commanding and declaring that this thing you are doing is a mistake. So as you are going for a you are afraid. Only because you have seen that face, attitude, 60% of communication is non-verbal. One day, a policeman stopped a certain lady on the road. He said, Madam, stop. And when she stopped, she rolled down. And she looked at the police. She said, I'm trying to squeeze my face, but it's not happening. <laughs> and the policeman said, oh, madam, why? Why have you squeezed your face? What is wrong? I've stopped you. Why have you, why have you made your face like She said, that is how my face is. <laughs> that is how my face is. Meanwhile, that is not how your face is. When your face wants to smile and your face wants to laugh, it is able to smile and it is able to laugh. Hey, I'm preaching a powerful. There are two ways. That the women can spoil your life and your ministry. And the second one is worse than the first one. Because God didn't even seem to remember that day that David went to sleep with Bathsheba. He said, like my servant David, my servant David, my boy, my, 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 my best, my boy, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite boy. One after my heart. You are, you are not like him. You are not like him. You are not like him. You follow these people. And it took you and influenced you. You are not like, you are not like my boy. My boy sang those songs. Come sing the, the Lord is my light. He said, one thing have I desired. Is that not how he's saying one song, the one song, one twenty, all I, one thing have I desired that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Or is this Psalm 27? Sing it, please. Sing it. My boy. You're not like my boy. You're not like my boy. My boy, I know my boy is bad, but I like my boy. My boy loves me. No. Hey. A man who can be led. He said, you see, the person I was looking for, he said, that I, w- I will get somebody to replace you who will follow my instructions and my directions. My directives. Who, you know, say, who will obey orders and follow my directions. I will get someone who will obey my orders and follow my directions. I'll, I'll find a man 
who follows my orders, not his wife's orders, or another woman's orders, or some other person that he loves orders and direction. Yeah. That, that's my boy. As for the fornication, I know, even when they haven't done, they've done it. But my boy, sing, sing it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies came up against me oh. to eat of my flesh. After I had fornicated, when they were coming to eat my flesh, they stumbled. They stumbled. Now and ever shall be 
leaders. You see, both of them, their lives were spoiled in a way by women. But one of them was something that God hated. He also disliked the fornication. But when you see the summary of the thing, it's as though David didn't even do it compared to Solomon. When he was, when he was put side by side with Solomon, it was like he was like an angel. And Solomon was a terrible person. But when he, when he talks about David's thing alone, he tells him, because you have, you have uh, 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 committed this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to bring this upon you. I mean, he really punishes him. But when he puts him side by side with Solomon, and it's like, David is like an angel. Because this one did not follow the Lord. So, in the verse we read at the beginning, he said, you have overcome the pressure to serve idols. You have also overcome the pressure to commit fornication. One is your flesh pressurized to go a certain way. But another is your heart and your soul and your feelings being pressurized to go this way, to go that way, to like this, to dislike this, to choose this, to delete this one, to accept this, to go higher here, to go lower here, to go in all kinds of directions except the direction that God has for you. My goodness. May our hearts constantly be with God. May nothing else guide us or direct us. That God will never have a chance to point at you and and say, I prefer this other fornicator. This fornicator, his heart never left me. You, you were perfecto, correcto. You didn't do all those bad things. And your heart went away from me. Look at how he said, all I want to do is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever and forever. I pray for my heart that nothing can ever take my heart. Yeah, I'm praying for myself right now. Father, help my heart. And I'm praying for your heart too. Even for the ladies that you see, no man shall ever be able to take your heart away from God. It's, it's, you can reverse the message because many ladies to your heart are stolen. Is there not a song like that? Stole my, he, he stole my heart away or something. Stole, stole my heart. You won my heart or something. Took my heart away. Nothing should take your heart. Your heart must be with God. Amen. When you listen to us preaching, sometimes you wonder what has got our hearts. Mm. The idol of money. Mercy. The idol of success. The idol of prosperity. We, we, we use the Bible to, to lift and elevate our God with whom our heart is. Our heart is with, with money, success, secular achievements. And we rank ourselves with secular people and compare ourselves with unbelievers. And unbelievers are our stars. Forgive. You know somebody... Somebody was asking me for a name. Can you give me, help me to give me a name for my child? You know, and I was thinking, a name for the child. I realized, I see, my stars, the people who are great to me are in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. My, my, I, my idols or my stars are not these secular achievers. Mm, they are people like David, yeah. Joshua, yeah. and Daniel, yeah. and Job, yeah. and servants of God. If you ask me for a name for a child and I call your child Job, would you, would you like it? 
the people that I admire. Joe Bieboa. These are the stars. Is it not fantastic? May God help you. Well, any woman that you meet in your life may know of the women that you meet because in your life. You see, have you seen when you don't step here, you see that this one is waiting yeah, for you on this side. It's like you thought you had overcome. Not knowing that there was another higher, wider control. And few men, especially few husbands, are ever able to decipher and see. What happened to Solomon happens to many good Christians. Oh yeah. Because they love, I mean, most Christian men, eh, when they are married, they love, they love their wife. I've interviewed several Christians whose wives have died. They don't want to marry again. I've thought about it. I said, if my wife was to who am I going to marry? Who? I said, God should give me the strength to be there forever. Most Christian men, if they, they love their wives, they genuinely love. I was talking to a pastor, a, a pastor, his wife had died 18 months. He was sitting there. I said, You look so sad. And you see that he's just he's just sad. I spoke to a pastor who was he's on TV and every time his wife died five years. He said, I don't know how I can marry. I said, I don't know. He said, I can only compare it with amputation. I said, T.L. but his, his wife died. She was 70 years old. He was also 70. Sam, his wife died 70. He's, he's, he, he, he's, from what he says, as if he almost turned against God because of that. He said, why should God take his wife? 70. Not, I mean, take his wife. 70. And he, and he wrote a book about it. He wrote, he wrote a whole, he has a whole book about only that thing. Why God should take his wife away? Why? Wow. So you see the Christian love. The person loves you. You now you can see that the guy he loves me. Yeah. So let me press my yes. if you love me, don't go for that wedding. If you love me, don't like this person. If you love me, let's go here. One pastor, he was in a serious crisis in his marriage. He told me, he said, he told me in privacy, he said, hey. he said, I was living in this country. My wife made us go to this country. When we were there for some time, she made us come. She said, the people there are not good people. We came back to this place. When we were here for some time, she made us go to another place. He said, I followed this, this, this. Now we follow again. Yeah. Hey. I see at first you can't see that you are being led. So that it takes years to see that you are being moved. They are twiddling you around the finger like go here, do this, do this. I was looking at one pastor. His whole ministry was on a balance like that. It was just about. Because he said, I want to keep everything, I want to go. His wife said, yeah. She's just quiet. No talking. When you call her, she will not answer. When you say this, just looking. 
See that his whole life was just changing because the powers. So if you love me, I'm a Christian. And I'm here with the children. So go to where you want to go. We are here. Abandon us. Abandon us. We, 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 God will look after us. God will take care of me, of us. One brother, his wife was guiding him somewhere. And he told me, he said, look, I've had a vision. The, the God who appeared to you twice. Mm, wow. He told me, I've had a vision. God told me to go to this place. Mm. And he said, my wife said she won't come. So he said, as for me, I cannot follow my wife. Mm. I am going. That's it. And he went. That's it. That's it. Yeah? yeah? When you see him today, he's like somebody who is not married. Because of God. But he said, this, I will not follow this. My heart is with God. Wow. One day it was his birthday. He said, I want to establish a church on my, on, on my, either my birthday or his birthday as a present for God. Hey! You see him like a schoolboy. He said, this, I will not follow this. Yeah. I will follow God. Yes. He said, he that overcometh. Yeah. Uh, it's just I said that in life, you see as they start, it looks easy. But as you progress, yeah. you will see some of these pressures. If you have not heard this message before, before you realize, you will be somewhere with fork and knife eating breakfast. God will appear to see. Look at where you are. You are slicing bacon. Bacon. And sausages. <laughs> when I called you, do not follow my directives. You follow the moods and the faces. Hey, the moods, they are wild. Look, the presence of one moody person at a meeting can spoil the whole meeting. Oh, yeah, just one face. You see that 17 people are affected by just one face. Sitting there with a the squeezed face. Mm. When you ask what is wrong, nothing. Why are you quiet? Nothing. Are you okay? Yes. Everything okay? Is, that, is, is, that, is that something wrong? No. And you'll be there. You see, the meeting cannot move again. Some people, when they sit, where. In front, when you are preaching, you see their faces. I remember a guy, a guy who he was like a father in the ministry, was I mean, senior. And one day I was going to preach and I heard he was coming. I called my assistant, I said, Brother so and so is coming. I cannot preach in his presence. I cannot. He said, why? I said, I cannot. So I prevailed on him to preach and I backed down from the preach because the presence of somebody and even his faith, he was not against me, but the presence of somebody can intimidate you and switch your message off. Even the message can change. That's why when I'm having certain come, I decide certain people should come. Certain yeah. people. Because when some people come, the message will change. Yeah. I said that what I was going to say, I don't say it. 
I'll go round, round, round and explain. So what I'm saying, the implication is this. And then therefore, the, like if I was preaching this in another service, I have to explain. You see, women, it's not a message about against women, but men do this. And therefore, you see, it's, it's not against this. And we're explaining that this, I'll be explaining and explaining and explaining. I cannot preach to you again. Explanations. Because you are there. I have to say, you know, you must preach balanced messages here. That, when I look at your face, that's what I remember. That, you know, you must be balanced in your teachings. Yeah. When I look at your face, I say, eh, and the man too. You are preached. And you say, eh, that's not the message of that uh, verse. God was angry with him because of something else, Forgive. not this. Forgive. Hey, before I realize, I can't preach again. When you put David and Solomon, Solomon, come. Which one is David and which one is Solomon? This was David and this Solomon. Or Solomon is fair. This is David, this is Solomon. When you put them side by side, David looks like an angel. And Solomon looks. Solomon looks like a very, very bad person. So, remember, when I started preaching, I told you, there are some things you can't do at some places. You can't do something. When you come to God, God doesn't like some things. Idols and you are following instruction. Here, do this. Do it. Do it. What he says you do, do. That's all. Don't discuss. Don't apply. Don't maneuver. Do what he says. That's all. He doesn't like people who don't follow his instructions. And who do other things and he direct directives and don't, don't obey his or he doesn't like such people mm. but you have to learn it quickly yeah don't follow someone follow god yeah you want to be blessed you want to go to great pastor the lord must be your shepherd not, yeah. not a woman or a man or anybody yes. that's it yeah it's a pressure that you experience if you haven't seen it so shall you see it soon. soon. For one day it shall come to pass yeah. that you shall remember this day. Yeah. And say, hey, I heard of this thing. Yeah. And then you shall remember. Then you go and open Revelation 2 for say, he that overcome it, I'll give you a wise stone. Yeah. We don't give wise stone to children yeah. who have not seen precious before. Yeah. Wow. And have not survived pressure yeah. to hear or go there. Yeah. Hey, you want to be in the ministry, say your your, 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 your mother, your wife, your child. Somebody even said to me his grandmother. His grandmother was not well. Until he cannot come to the ministry. I'm waiting to hear great, great grand, grandmother. That's what I've not heard before. May God give you strength. 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 I say strength. Strength. Yes. You follow your father, mm. follow your mother, follow people, mm. and see where you get it. Yeah. Peter said, it, it is better for us to obey God yes. than to obey a man. Yeah. And we are going to obey God. Yes. May you have the grace. Yes. May you have the grace. Yes. May you have the grace yes. to obey God. Yes. And one day, you will see blessings. Hallelujah. Blessed is he that obeys. Yes. You shall be like a tree. Yes. Planted by the rivers of water. Yes. 
may your fruits come at the right time may your leaves never wither may you be like someone planted by rivers ever blossoming ever growing in grace and strength because you are planted by his word planted by his direction planted by his order in your life in Jesus name lift your hand and thank God for deliverance a certain young husband who went to visit the relatives, the older relatives. So when he went, they were newly married, so the love was very strong. I told you, Bible says Solomon loved. So the new wife was doing something. And the husband was anything. I don't want to. Anything she says, he will do. So the older mother or whatever she called the wife to the side she said, let, let me tell you something this thing you are doing he will obey you now but one day he will rebel when he discovers that he's being guided he will rebel against it so you just mark because she's an older she's experienced she has seen somebody who will not follow her. those things. So she called the younger one. She said, let me tell this thing. <laughs> it's because he's young. He's new. The love is fresh. But one day, he's a novice. One day, this thing, he will not follow it. When you make a man, will say, hey, be there with the face. This face shall not guide me. The Lord is my shepherd. The face is my shepherd. Lift your hand and thank God that you are free. Oh, 
we are thanking you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for your servants, your pastors. Your servant, they are going to serve you. They are going to preach. I know they are going to preach. They are going to follow you. They are going to obey you. Their hearts are going to stay with you. Thank you. Thank you for encouraging them. Never to follow anything except to just obey you. Try their best to obey you. Bless the young apostles that are standing here. Bless the young prophets. Bless the teachers. Bless the pastors. Bless the anointed ones. Bless them, Lord. Encourage them. Lift them up and raise them up. To be powerful servants all over the world, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Lift your hand and thank God. I see you walking on certain land, certain foreign countries. God is lifting you up. Sate sepe Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are thanking you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Close your eyes. If you are not born again this evening, I want to pray for you. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you are not a born again Christian. I want to pray for you. If you are here, you are not born again. Lift up just your right hand up high. Only your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it high, high. Thank you. High up. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to be saved this evening. Lift it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you have lifted up your hand, stand up so that I can pray with you. God bless you. Stand up on your feet if you've lifted your hand. God bless you. Oh, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. You know something? This type of service is for people who are planning to preach and be ministers. It's not an ordinary church service to come. I mean, I'm not giving good teachings here. Yeah. I'm just preaching what I can, do yeah. my best yeah. from my heart. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, if you want a good teaching, a good message something huh? come in the morning in the evening it's rough you get what I'm saying yeah I may not balance my message with this aspect and then bring this aspect to balance it nicely I may just say one side uh-huh. yeah but I'm, I'm telling you so that you don't come in the evenings you get it do you understand what I'm saying so that you can come when it's comfortable and it can work for you Amen. Amen. What do you think? But there are, there are many of apostles here tonight. Hey! I said there are many apostles here tonight. And prophets. Amen. Servants. Sit down. Look. The Bible said, the prophet said, for the Lord hath not sent them. You see, when God has not sent you, and you go, he will say, for, don't listen to them, for I have not sent them. That's it. Yeah. But there are people here yes. that he has sent you. Yes. And he himself will say, He has sent you. Yeah. 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 You know, today I went to preach somewhere. And when I finished preaching, I introduced their pastor to them. I said, Follow him. Wow. He's your pastor. But I, it, it's something that I do. And I mean, I, I, I just, I mean, I didn't think about it. Mm. But afterwards, when he 
came and he said when bishop held me and said this is your pastor he started crying you know because he was being introduced and told by the people listen to him yes he's your pastor wow he has been sent hallelujah and you see as you are here you are being established because what i did i was i was establishing him in that in that heart that he's he's a pastor and if they follow him they'll be blessed and they'll prosper and and that's what i'm also telling you that you are also a pastor did you hear what i'm saying i'm saying that you are you are your face I said, if you look at his face, don't look at it. If you face me, be small young boy that you are. Because Jeremiah was caught in the womb. He couldn't even walk. He was a prophet. He couldn't even walk, but he was a prophet. So you are, you are called. Said, don't mind them. He has not sent them. But God will not say, don't mind them. <laughs> he will say, look, I sent him. Yes. A call. There are different aspects. I will share with you about seven things about a call. Mm. But one of them is that you have been sent. It's one of the ways of describing somebody who is called. Wow. He has been sent. Wow. Shamaka. Shamaka. For your calling is sure. And your election. To be called is another way of describing because election. When you see President Kupoi said he was elected. That's yeah. what the Bible said to make your calling an election sure. Yeah. Out of all these 18 candidates, you are elected from your family, from your brothers and sisters, from your class, from your age group, from the girls just like you and the boys just like you. You are elected. Give the Lord a shout of praise. You are elected by God. Elected by God. Elected by God. Wow. And when you win elections with God, God is the only person who is voting. Yes. <laughs> I said God is the only person who is voting in this election. So when God elects you, it means you have 100%. You will live to see the goodness of the Lord and the blessing of the Lord on your life. I see somebody, your right arm is covered with oil. God is anointing your hand to do miracles and greater works. Greater works. Receive it in Jesus' name. You will not be without power. You will not be without power. You will not be without anointing in your ministry. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Sit down. Hallelujah. God is going to use you specially. God is going to use you. He said, don't mind them. I have not sent them. But that's not what he's saying about you. He's saying, I'll send them. And he sent them forth. Send them forth. Don't listen to them. I have not sent them. God will bless you. One day you grow up and you do a lot of things for a lot of people. When God has not sent you, you just take from people. Yes. 
when God called Saul. But God didn't really call him. People wanted him. God told them, this man that is coming, he will take your vineyard. He will take your children. He will take your child. Everything take. They say, we want such a taker. But God is going to raise people that are not coming to take things. But people that are coming to bless and minister and heal and bring life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You want God to use you? God is going to use you. A lot of people are predicting your downfall, but when God has elected you, the reason why this coming election, they want to be elected. When you are elected, even though a lot of people don't like you, you are elected. You are, you are the elected one, so Charlie. It's a sure calling. Some politicians wanted to come to the church. We told them, you know, after the election, then come for Thanksgiving service. When you are elected. When you are elected, then you come. But now that you are not elected, should in case. God bless you. God remember you. God forgive you. God show mercy to you. God have mercy on your life. God give you peace. May God give you peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. May he bless you. May he forgive even your father's sins. When you are reaping your father's sins, may he show mercy on your life. In Jesus' name. Ah. Shamba Safatura Prezele Parazano in Jesus' name. Hando Satala Babakama. Hallelujah. Listen, from today, don't be afraid of a place that is poor. Because God has blessed places where there is poverty. Yes. Say, blessed are the poor in spirit. So when you are being sent, you should pray that they send you to a very poor place. Yeah. Because that is where the spirits yeah. and anointing can work. Hey! Hey! Blessed are the poor! There is a blessing upon the poor. For the spiritual things. You say you are a spiritual man. Then why are you looking for cities of wealth? With big, big buildings and cars. Should be looking for the poorest place. Yes. Because blessed are the poor. Yeah. Yeah. In spirits. Yeah. Mm. People don't know what a mm. blessing there is to mm. be poor. Until mm. now, we are just preaching riches. Ah. When Jesus came and he saw, but when he saw the crowds, mm. I'm sure he saw some of the people they are very poor. So blessed are the poor. He was telling them some information. For yours is the kingdom of God. You want to experience God and His power and the kingdom of heaven. Start seeing where there is poverty. You are going to see God there and His power. Yeah. Don't run away. You go there. 
You'll be a shining light. Yes. Look, let me tell you something. When it reached a certain place in my life, I realized that everywhere I was going, if I'm going this way, 100 pastors are going this way, and I'm going this way. Yeah. Mm. Everybody's swimming this way. And then I was going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Towards where people are poor. And everybody was going where people are rich. But I was actually going to the blessing. Because I'm going to the people that are blessed by God. Blessed are the poor. Yes. Everybody's running to America, Germany, Holland. This, that, that, that. They'll be mentioning the names. Then you are going the opposite. Where people are living, you are going there. People are leaving the village. You are mm. going to the village. Mm. People are parking and coming. Mm. You are going to where they are parking out from. Yeah. They are swimming away from the place in boats. And you are going to where they are swimming away from. Why? Because you are a spiritual man. Yes. And you are spiritual in what ah. you see. Yes. And you are heading for a blessing. That's, right. That's why those who are heading towards the riches, one day they will come to you and say, you know, you are blessed. Yeah. Blessed are the poor. Mm. Amen. And those of you who are crying, Jesus also saw, he said, blessed are they that mourn. Yeah. If it had not been for your crying, you wouldn't have thought correctly. Yes. You would be very bad. Yeah. But through your sorrows, yes. your mind has now become yeah. correct. Yes. How many of you? When Jesus saw the people, saw that they were poor, they were crying. And so he said, Look, there's a blessing in crying and being sad. When you are sad, you start to think clearly about so many things. Some of you, if you have not been sad before, you will not come to church at all. You needed a very bad boy to break your heart. So God sent about three to break your heart in three pieces. Then you started to mourn. Then, blessed are they that mourn. Now you are. Now you become blessed because now you are in church. I remember one day. I saw a certain sister who was not, uh, she was very happy in life. Everything was working well in her life. So I went and I, I asked her for financial support for the church, for the ministry. So she was quiet. Then I thought she didn't hear what I said. <laughs> but you see, sometimes when people are quiet, you have to get a message that they have heard, but they don't want you to. They don't, want, they don't want you to say it again. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't receive that message. So I asked again. Do you know what she told me? She turned to me and she asked me, why, why are you always asking for money? I said, oh. Hmm. Why are you always asking for money? I felt so sad and embarrassed. But I knew her very well, so it's not a problem. But I felt so embarrassed. But why are you, why are you always asking for money? Oh. So, 
the years went by. And one day, she was in the house. And then, the roof of the house came off and then moved to another place. Do you understand what I'm yeah, talking about? Come on, come on. Another. Come on. Do you know the meaning of husband? It means house band. Yeah, yeah. Forgive. The band around the house yeah. was removed Mercy. and went, went to tie around another house. Mercy. Mercy. The band the band around the house was removed and was used to tie another house. So one day, I saw this sister and, and she was now talking to me. And as I put as she was talking, she began to cry. And I remember the scripture, blessed I did that more. Before I realized now, this sister began to mourn as her mourning increased because the band around the house has been removed. Her weeping and mourning increased. She started to pray, started to meditate, started to do all the Christian things. So one day I was in my house and then I saw that I have received an envelope. Wow. So when I opened the envelope, lo and behold, something now I was not asking for it. The same person who said, why are you always asking for money? Has now sent an offering for the church. And then another separate one for me. That I didn't ask for. So I said, oh, why? No, 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 no. Now that the band, the band has been removed, it's rather more dangerous. I said, no, 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 no. This is something I should have done long ago. It's very important. And I realized that blessed are they that mourn. When people are mourning, they are blessed. You think that they are down, but God says they are blessed. Their mind has re-corrected yeah. and re-aligned. Yeah. Yeah. So some of you, God had to make you mourn yeah. in order to bless you. Yeah. Until now you started crying. Yeah. Yeah. Fail exam. Yeah. Kneel down now, kneel down. At first, would not kneel down? I first when they ask you, you know, they say, why, why always? Why, 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 why church? Oh. But now, you yourself will lie down. Yeah. Oh. And prostrate. Oh. Sit down. Are you there? Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. yeah. I told you don't come in the evening because you don't have any other here. <laughs> Are you listening? It's time to give an offering. Yeah. Things may be going well with you. Or you don't know that it's good to give offerings. Don't wait till you cry before you give offerings. Give it now. This is something I should have done. Don't wait for that scripture to be fulfilled. Oh. Now he's blessed wow. because he's crying. Money. 
Mercy. Mercy. Guide Look, we are receiving offering for healing Jesus. Take it out. Two CDs, one CD, five CDs. Anybody wants to give one, what is it, one CD? 100,000 or 200,000. Take it out. Take it out quickly. We are just praying. Everybody. I want to just pray over your offering. Fast. 10 Ghanaian CDs, which is formerly 100,000 or 20 Ghana CDs. Come and put it in the basket right now. And, and I'm going to bless you. You are blessed. God bless you. Give. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.